The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. <laughs> Thanks for all your texts coming in on uh, wait times in the healthcare system. Uh, listen to this. Hey, JL, I work um, inpatient, inpatient at the Stollery. Some of our uh, kids will wait two days in one of the limited bed spaces because there is no movement on inpatient units. There are two patients, two beds that have, uh, yeah, so there are two patients that have lived with us for two years, their entire life. There's not enough acute care beds or community beds for pediatrics. Yeesh, my goodness. Um, going to just switch gears here. Um, apparently, um, well, I'm curious to know, how you feel about your life in Edmonton? How do you feel about... Uh, your 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 time here uh maybe work maybe uh you know what you're doing in the city of edmonton apparently more of you are feeling increasingly negative about it and i don't want to be like debbie downer today um but there's a new vital signs report from the edmonton community foundation and the edmonton social planning council um it's just been released and it shows that confidence is declining on the the fronts of job opportunities safety and social isolation sandra and go is the research coordinator for edmonton social planning council she joins us sandra thanks for coming in oh how better turn your microphone on there you go uh, thanks for having me happy to be here okay so tell us first off about this vital signs kind of report card what's the history of it so vital science has been happening for seven years now every year we release a report in the edmonton journal about uh, what it's like living in edmonton we collect her research from all the latest um, science being done all the latest uh, administrative data from governments and um, organizations and we create um, a document for the public to read so that we can get a better sense of what's going on in our city. So you know this this whole thing that a lot of people feel I'm kind of mm, negative about the city I mean you how did you base that? So every year with the launch of Vital Signs we actually conduct a representative survey across the city and we just poll Edmontonians about how they're feeling like what do you think about job opportunities do you feel connected to your community do you feel safe and uh, it's our seventh year doing this. And so now we've got the data to kind of look at some long-term trends. And, and it covers all sorts of topics. It's just not job opportunities. You're talking like green spaces. You're talking about arts and culture. You're talking about kind of everything. Yeah, that's right. So this year uh, we focused on what makes our city livable. What are the things that make it a vibrant place uh, to be, to raise our families and to, to live and to work? Okay, you know what? So instead of... Um, crapping all over the city today <laughs> if you want to text me in at 6 30 but what is it that you love about your neighborhood or what is it that you love about the city of edmonton text text them in and then we'll get to we'll we'll get to that i know it's easier and there's probably going to be more response if i say what do you don't like right now or how you're feeling about it but let's turn it around on this beautiful thursday afternoon what is it that you're loving about where you're living okay so uh 55 of respondents rated their quality of life as very good or or excellent and it says only 55 percent mm-hmm. um and i guess were, were, were folks expecting that to be higher well normally actually you get numbers around 70 percent oh or so. really yeah and especially when you look at larger population level kinds of data and so 55 percent is actually pretty low for people feeling good about themselves and where they live oh my gosh okay well i i'm wondering if part of it just has to do with the the economy and 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 what we've been dealing with 
in this province for so many years now. Um, did you hear? Did you hear maybe that as being one of the big reasons? Absolutely. So um, one of the great things about Vital Signs is that we really provide a snapshot, and people can kind of draw those links um, where they see them. But one of those things is for sure that the economy has stalled, um, in the sense that we're not seeing a lot of job creation, and we're not seeing our average earnings go up, and we're also not seeing a ton of um, people coming into our province. And so overall, I think we can safely say that um, that the economy, unfortunately, still yeah. hasn't fully recovered. I think that's one of the things that's contributed to it. Another thing is that we've got um, lower trust in our governments as well. <laughs> but if you take a step back, right, like, um, you know, we're that orange bubble in yeah. Alberta right now. We've got that looming uh, federal election right now where we don't have a, um, overall a lot of confidence. There's been those recent political scandals. And so I think that, um, you know, um, overall, I, I think it's pretty understandable why we might why be feeling a little bit down. Yeah, 49% of people agree that there are adequate job opportunities in Edmonton, down from 76% in 2014. And again, that, that number doesn't doesn't necessarily surprise me given the situation, uh, but a 26, 27% drop is, uh, that that's a big drop, but I'm hearing it and I, I'm hearing it uh, on this show every day. Just yesterday mm-hmm. was talking, or two days ago was talking to a fellow who, uh, you know, degree after degree, degree or diploma came here, thought he'd have a, a job, his wife had a job. Um, he's been staying at home now uh, over the past four years taking care of the kids because daycare was too expensive. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't find a job but now that the kids are going back to um are going to school he's trying to find a job and he can't find he can't find one and i know even uh, a lot of younger folks right now uh struggling to find uh something mm-hmm. that um is is i'm not going to say worth their while but something that that's going to help them out um for you know maybe more than 10 10 hours a week right yeah so it's been it's tricky on that one um 63% of folks said they felt safe in the city of Edmonton. Mm-hmm. That's a 10% drop from 2014. Yes. And again, I'm going to say I hear it every day or whenever we talk about this and especially downtown Edmonton. So when it comes to uh, feeling safe, not feeling safe in the city, what did you find? So I think that... Um you know, it's not unsurprising because, you know, we've seen um, crime go up. Mm-hmm. Um, it, um, not serious crime, but we're talking less serious crimes. Um, but, you know, we're seeing, all, you know, a lot of people living precariously, um, living in tents. And I think that you can link a lot of this to one, the more stalled economy, um, but also the fact that, you know, right now in Edmonton, we've got less affordable housing and a lot um, less places for folks to go. And so we're seeing a lot more um, homeless in the downtown core, which I think contributes to a lot of the uh, feeling less safe. but I um, but overall, you know, it's harder for us to see how perhaps that's linked to the broader picture yeah. about things like housing and supportive well, programs. And I think one of the things too, and the police chief has talked about this over um, well since since he came on, uh, our new uh, police chief, uh, Chief McPhee, is about the meth issue that we have oh, yeah. in in the city of Edmonton, and um, uh, it's growing again. Um, when I first 
started covering stories about meth in Edmonton was back 2003, 2004, and it seemed to kind of, you know, uh, die down for a little bit. But certainly, you know, over the past year, it's it's making a huge, huge comeback. Now, that's causing a lot of social disruption. Mm-hmm. And we see it. I mean, if, if you go downtown my my son lives downtown and you know at times he's just like I, I I can't believe some of the stuff that I'm seeing down here um and and that's you know when when downtown is also starting to boom when we're starting to see a lot of good stuff downtown and we have that to try and deal with um yeah that's that's frustrating there, there's a, a lot of work for the city of Edmonton and 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 police to do uh uh there social media <laughs> okay, let's talk about social media. What did the study find on social media with Edmontonians? Um, so we don't actually, um, we actually look at um, how technology and social media have improved social connections. And sixty-four agreed back in twenty, sixty-four percent agreed back in twenty sixteen, but uh, it's much lower now, at only fifty-one percent. And I think that um, a lot of what leads to that is the fact that even though we're all on social media, uh, we. Don't feel as connected as mm. we do in um, in our day-to-day lives, and I think that what that talks about is just. Um you know, there's a lot less of feeling safe and feeling comfortable. And I think that there's a lot we can do, not just at the city level, but as individuals to uh, think about how we can be reaching out more to our neighbors, um, to, um, you know, making that extra effort to connect. There's a lot of racism and discrimination happening. There's more hate crimes. And so it's all really weaving together right now. It's, um, yeah, I, I think that um, people think that social media just because it has the word social in it mm-hmm. um, actually connects us in a good way and sometimes and sometimes it does I mean social media has some great stories and there can be some great things uh, you know with that but um, I, I also believe that social media um, disconnects us mm-hmm. quite a you know maybe even more so and um, that echo chamber that we all seem to be you know talking into or a lot of people seem to be talking into it's just it's changed so much I mean we think that we have all of these friends and we t- <laughs> there's just some you know egg on Twitter that we have nobody uh, we have no idea uh, who it is um, I'm always interested to find out because the um, the population is aging and we know that um you know uh, folks that you know that the baby boomers getting older what does it say about seniors uh in the city of edmonton well um <laughs> we have such a young city yeah. and we're we're on average much younger than the rest of the canadian population and so i think sometimes we forget about our seniors <laughs> and how important they are um I think in a lot of cases that um, seen, the city needs to be designed better for our senior population um, to um, have that in mind, like inclusive access, mm-hmm. um, keeping design in mind for people with mobility issues, which is something that you were just talking yeah. about, but seniors are a huge part of that. and. Um, and so we found, though, that despite the fact that um, seniors um, are less likely to volunteer and participate in community, when they do, they actually contribute more on average compared <laughs> to the rest of the population. So, you know, there's a lot of potential to include them more. Well, Sandra, was there something in the report that just jumped out at you and you thought, oh, this is really great? 
Oh, um, you know, I really, really love the part about green spaces and the fact that we have such an incredible green space here in Edmonton. You know, it's so unique to us. Um, you know, our River Valley is 11 times the size mm-hmm. of Central Park. And so uh, green spaces are great for, you know, building that community and social connection for meeting your neighbors and that kind of thing. So uh, I, I think it's something that we can be really proud of. And I hope we continue to uh, to protect it and to uh, to maintain it. So the green space is that you, you love that. Was there something that you went, oh, oh my gosh. Was there something that, you know, shocked you? You know, oh my gosh. There's so <laughs> many things that I found really interesting about this. But um, for me, it was the fact that two people die every day mm-hmm. in the province from opioid overdoses. And I just think um, that it's incredible because um, at the Royal Alex, for example, one of the biggest burdens for their intake right now, and that's probably something that's contributing mm-hmm. to those really long wait lists, is the fact that opioid overdoses and intaking them are creating a huge stress mm. on the system. Mm. And so, uh, you know, I think it's really important that we look at the whole picture of perhaps why that's happening yeah well yeah and uh that goes without saying sandra we definitely we definitely have to do that and there was um numbers on syphilis yeah. <laughs> I mean, this, this report covers everything, you guys. <laughs> yeah, syphilis is up uh, 300% from 2017 to 2018. 300%? Yeah, 300%. So, uh, you guys, uh, keep that in mind. Like, be careful. Use a condom. Get yourself jacked. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, and I think we've, we've talked about that. And, and talk about... Talk about things, you guys. Sandra, uh, Sandra and Go joining us uh, in studio. She's the research coordinator for the Edmonton Social Planning Council, um, working with this vital signs report. So, just before I let you, we wrap things up. So now, what happens with this? You, 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 you can take a look at it and think, okay, we can see this, and then, and then just use it for comparison again next year. Well, I mean, the great thing about vital signs is that um, people can plug in in so many different ways. You know, people use it for board training, for educational purposes. They use it in classrooms, but the ECF, the Community Foundation, actually has a vital signs grant. So if you're working in an area related to vital signs, please, please, please look up the Edmonton Community Foundation's vital signs grant. See if your work aligns, and I encourage you to apply because these areas are really important and we could all do more work in them. And if uh, people wanted to read uh, more about the report, they can find it at uh, the Edmonton Community Foundation page and, website? Yes, and our Edmonton Social Planning Council All right, website. Sandra, yes. thank you for this. Thank you. Thank Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. (laughs) So instead of getting down on the city of Edmonton, uh, let's hear about what you love about the city of Edmonton at 630-630. You can give me a shout at 4960063. Uh, it's on the heels of this uh, this study, the new Vital Signs Report from the Edmonton Community Foundation, the Edmonton Social Planning Council, um, that shows that confidence is declining um, on, on a number of uh, fronts in the city of, of Edmonton, and, and not surprising given uh, what we've gone through over the past number of years um, on, on when it comes to you know, job opportunities safety and social isolation the confidence is declining there um, this 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 study um, you know there's so much uh, in it and there's page after page uh, if you want to take a look at it actually it was published in the Edmonton Journal the big uh, the big one here and I'm just flipping through the the pages here but yeah a lot of you texting in about the green spaces about the about the River Valley and uh, Irene's on the phone 
Uh, Kellen's going to grab it here, get some of the, the text. Uh, someone says job cuts and salary reduction are major causes for negativity. Yeah. Uh, I love Edmonton because there are so many opportunities here. We're obviously uh, have a large blue collar workforce in the city, but also a lot of white collar jobs. I'm 21, a male, and I'm currently a blue-collar worker, but prior I was a university student headed towards an office job. I had no real difficulty switching between the two, and both seemed fruitful in the end. Thanks for your text. This one says, I love Edmonton. There is so much to do here. Festivals, beautiful River Valley-friendly people, lots of restaurants uh, and coffee shops. A perfect life is living in Edmonton and taking a winter holiday to break up the cold winter. Um, Yeah, and I would agree with you uh, on that one for sure. Luke says, Jay, I no longer live in the city, but I think both Edmonton and Calgary are two of the most beautiful cities in North America. And yes, the biggest downfall now is the economy and uh, government, especially at the municipal level in both cities. Interesting, Luke, at the municipal level. Uh, And this one, social media has exposed how crappy people are. Not everyone is aware it's uh, leading to depression. Uh, Yeah, and there's been uh, studies into that. Irene on the phone. Hey, Irene. Oh, hi, Jaylen. Well, first of all, I want to say I think we have a wonderful river valley and also heritage fest our festivals are fantastic Mm. but i need to refute a couple of things that that woman brought up i've got a article from the journal and it's from stats canada Mm. Uh, in fact we are not the youngest population it's changed Um, now according to stats canada manitoba saskatchewan and alberta are all at 37 uh, uh, for the average age. Um, the youngest is up north in Nunavut and Nunavut and um, Northwest Territories. Is that province-wide or is that city are you talking about? This is province-wide. Yeah, I think yeah. she was talking city, but I'm just trying to find it right here in all of these papers. But um, Is it? Oh, actually, it's right here. So here it is. Um, Edmontonians are 5.5 years younger than the national average. Edmonton's median age is 35.7. Canada's median age is 41.2. So I think, yeah, I, I, yeah. Get, I get what you're saying, Irene. Yeah, I think yeah, she's just saying yeah, that, you know, yeah. we need to remember, too, yeah. that we are a younger yeah. city. Yes. But we also, the thing that she mentioned, I, really, I found quite insulting. Oh, <laughs> if I caught it right, mm. she said that the seniors are not volunteering like they used to. Oh, no, 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 no. She says, um, she said that when they are, they, that when they are volunteering, they're giving tons of time. The seniors, I need to tell you, Jaylen, the baby boomers are the volunteers. Mm. They are, you do any research, they are the volunteers. Without the seniors, a lot of things would not be done. And we are aging, mm-hmm. and it's getting more difficult. But you will note, I, I can guarantee you, you do any uh, research, you will see the baby boomers are the volunteers of society. So, um, yeah, they, uh, but um, it is interesting how things change and evolve. And seniors should not be forgotten. This no. is one thing that I do get concerned with with this city and I agree with that gentleman problems are with the municipal government level I think we do have problems with our municipal government level they do not recognize the needs of seniors for instance when you're putting in LRT and you remove the bus service 
that picks people up every second block. And you have LRT stations seven blocks to a mile I apart. Know, I know. They cannot access that. Oh, I know, and it's changing. It's going to get yeah. worse here in the next yeah. little bit. Irene, yeah. appreciate okay. hearing from you. Thank Always you. Do. Thank you okay. so much. Bye-bye. Take care now. Uh, some, a couple more texts we had to break. I lived here all my life. Love it. Even if I won a big lottery, I would still live here at least some of the time. Me too. Me too.